Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, happy Tuesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, and today, oh, we got a great conversation in store for you, but before we get there... Got to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor. That is the Expat Money Summit 2022. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat where you can grab your free tickets to this virtual summit taking place November 7th through November 11th. Five days, 30 expert speakers. Join Mikkel Thorup, founder of the Expat Money Podcast and host of this year's Expat Money Summit for a week. And I promise you will reap the benefits for generations. Head to briannicholshow.com forward slash expat expat and grab your tickets today. Folks, I am so, so excited for today's episode because we always talk about bridging the world of business and politics and how there is, in fact, a great opportunity and avenue to find success. And today we are going to be talking to a guest who has not only found some success, but has found success with some icons, to say the least, join the program. Chris Widener, welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, Brian, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Chris. Looking forward to the uh, the conversation today because, number one, obviously, you've been living this world of uh, living both a business life and a sales and influence life, but also you have a political life. And we have a great audience here who asks time and again how to bridge that world. But before we get there, I would love for you to introduce yourself to the Brian Nichols Show audience and really quickly talk about some of these icons you've had the chance to, to know and work with, Jim Rohn. Zig Ziglar, among some others. Uh, with that being said, Chris, the floor is yours. Yeah, I've been a speaker since 1988. I've written uh, my 23rd book comes out in October, and uh, I've had some success with that. Millions of copies in 14 languages. I have one New York Times and Wall Street Journal best-selling book called The Angel Inside. But the book that's taken me all over the world for the last 12 or 13 years has been a book called The Art of Influence. Uh, I've given my last thousand speeches on a book called The Art of Influence, and it's how to persuade others, and persuading others begins with you. And so uh, that's what I train people on, is how to influence other people uh, based on who you are, not just what you do, not just what you say, but based on who you are. And you're right, I did have some some opportunities to work with some legends in the early 2000s. I worked with John Maxwell, uh, did some writing for John Maxwell, then ended up working with Jim Rohn for the last seven years of his life and co-wrote his last book called The 12 Pillars. And then I had a television show with Zig Ziglar in Dallas uh, called True Performance. You can still see you can still see that uh, on YouTube. If you go to YouTube, you can see uh, Google Zig Ziglar, Chris Widener, True Performance. You'll see, I don't know, eight or 10 of the past episodes that we did. Uh, people say, how long ago did you do that show? And I tell them about 40 pounds ago. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a younger, better looking Chris Widener than that. But uh, no, we uh, we had great uh, great time. And then politically, I got involved in politics in 2004 when my best friend ran for governor of the state of Washington, lost the closest election in U.S. history, governor's election in U.S. history, 129 votes out of 3 million cast. Uh, I was a primary candidate for the U.S. Senate in 2010. And I uh, ended up doing drive time radio in Seattle and and uh, now I'm the president of the American Freedom Tour. We go across the country bringing President Trump and uh, what we call the conservative dream team to cities all around the country talking about conservative political values. So I've had a, a dual track for many years of being in business and speaking and writing books, but also being engaged politically. Um, and um, And it's been great. 
And let's talk about that political, uh, the bridging of the political and business world, right? And I asked that question because I know I spoke at a a business summit up in Wisconsin back in February. And at the end of the conversation, it was actually, I was focused on business technology, which is my day job. And a gentleman came up and in the Q&A, he asked a question out of left field. And he goes, well, you know, Brian, I know you're overtly political, you know, your podcast is an overtly political podcast, but you also bridge the world by talking sales, marketing, strategy, talking to entrepreneurs, business owners. So what do you find in terms of any schism where you you have your political ideas and they lead to friction? Or do you find it to be the alternative where you actually find people embrace you for who you are? And I thought when you were talking about the ideas of influence and you mentioned how it's based on who you are, that's profound. So I would love for if you could, Chris, maybe exemplify a little bit more in terms of, or maybe not exemplify, um, expound a little bit more there, that is, in terms of what you're finding, how influence based on who you are does lead to success. But, and then I guess the question that I got asked, have you ever seen where it leads to some friction in the business world as well? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Far more friction than, than, uh, than uh, than the good stuff. I get canceled all the time. Um, I've I've lost a number of speaking engagements just in the last few months because what happens is is they call me up and you know I'm a member of the Motivational Speakers Hall of Fame. I'm a best-selling author. I've worked you know I have a high profile in the personal development world. People call up and go, "Oh, you're in. We love you. It's great. Yeah, our event is this date. We want to hire you. You're fantastic. I read your book. You're great. I've seen your videos. It's amazing. Perfect. Great. Put it on your calendar." Okay, perfect. Three days later, well, I took it to my board and one of the board members, they looked you up and they they think your politics stuff is a little, you know, they just aren't comfortable with it. So, you know, so you're out. So uh, I've lost a lot of money because of my political involvement. Um, But, you know, I always say I'm glad the founding fathers didn't worry about the money they were going to lose if they took a position. So and I've had some very famous uh, speakers who shall remain nameless, but uh, they just say, oh, man, I'm not willing to I'm not willing to say what I believe. And I mean, frankly, they're cowards. Um, We need more people to speak truthfully on both sides. I, I, you know, we call our, our tour the American Freedom Tour, right? People ought to be able to be free to speak their mind. We ought to encourage uh, discussion, the free flow of information, the exchange of ideas. I want to hear from rational liberals. I want to hear from rational conservatives. I want to hear from rational uh, libertarians. And we ought to let the best ideas win. Unfortunately, we are so polarized in America today uh, that if you disagree with me, I'm going to try and get you canceled. If you disagree with me, I'm going to try and ruin your business. Not me. I'm saying that's what happens. I would never do that. I don't care what your political persuasion is. Good for you. If you want to discuss it, I'll discuss it with you. I'll make my case. You make your case. In fact, sometimes what I like to do, Brian, and and uh, it, I like to do it because it's fun when it works, and I also like to do it because it proves a point when it doesn't work. I will often say to somebody who I'm disagreeing with or talking to, I'll say, hey, let's do something fun. And they'll say, what's that? And I'll say, let's switch roles. I'll make the liberal argument. You make the conservative argument. And when we do it, it's actually fun because you realize that the other person has listened, they understand it, they can articulate it. It makes me think, you know, what are they thinking to make this argument? And it makes my mind crisper. What usually happens is they go, oh, I can't really do that. 
because they haven't ever cons actually considered the other opinion. So they can't make the conservative argument. I can make a liberal argument. You to Give me a topic. I can make a liberal argument because I know what they think. I know where they draw their conclusions from. I know what the rationale is. I disagree with it, but I've listened and I've considered it. And that's the way America used to be. People would consider and listen. They'd come to different conclusions, but they would consider and they'd listen and they'd debate. And it wasn't about doxing and, you know, all these kinds of things that's happening now. I just heard a, a friend of mine today told me about uh, something that happened near them, uh, a Second Amendment uh, group. Uh, somebody came to them and uh, went to their offices and broke the broke, went to his house, pardon me, or pardon me, his office and uh, broke the window and threw a, a Molotov cocktail in there and burned it to the ground. Wow. Come on. Come on. We don't need to do that kind of stuff. We need to discuss. We need to vote. We need to uh, get people out there and in the marketplace of ideas and have these discussions so we can move forward. Unfortunately, we're just not there as, as a country anymore, I don't believe. Yeah, I, I remember thinking back to some sales legends myself that I, I've listened to and gotten to know over the years. You know, I remember first I was watching a video on YouTube and I saw Jeffrey Gittimer wearing an Enjoy Capitalism shirt. And I thought, huh, OK, I like that. And then I was listening. I know to Jeffrey. He's funny, dude. Well, and then I listened to his podcast, right? Um, Sell or Die. And all of a sudden I'm hearing him talk about uh, some of his favorite books. And one of his favorite books is Atlas Shrugged by Ayn Rand. And I'm like, get out of here. And it hit me like, hey, he's he's kind of probably on our our team, if you will. And then I, you know, listened to Victor Antonio, and uh, he's you know good friend and mentor. Oh, I, I love Victor. Victor's amazing, amazing guy. I, I think he's the best Latinos. He's one of the best speakers in the, in in America today. He's the best Latino speaker in America today. Just yes. fantastic. Oh, Victor's incredible. I'm I'm huge huge fan of Victor. And Brian so, Tracy. I don't know if you've had Brian Tracy not on yet. the show. No, Brian, no, he's on Brian the list. He would be a good guy to have on the show because he's always been very upfront with his political ideas. Now, the other thing that you'll find with a lot of folks is they'll be conservative fiscally, but they'll be socially more uh, libertarian or yep. or liberal um, in, in that regard. But fiscally, most of these business speakers are going to be conservative fiscally because. Frankly, liberal policies, uh, monetary policies, get you what we're living through right now. Oh my so. God, no, no kidding! I know. I just sat down with a business owner um, today, literally, and this is the benefit I love about being still in the world of sales and living it every single day. Is I get to hear what's happening. Um, his prices have gone up thirty five percent across oh, yeah. the board. He's like, I don't know what to do because I, I can't like my my fixed costs. I mean, I, I, I'm stuck. I, I don't know what to do. And you feel the pain. You feel because there's still the problems they have to have that are solved, but they just can't do it. They can't find the cash. And I guess we need more people right now, right? To actually stand up and be their authentic selves and to say, like, this isn't right. When, when, and this, but, but do it in yeah. a way that is winsome. Yes. Here, here's one of the phrases that I coined and I love it, uh, it because I think it makes a lot of, of good points. And that is in order to win some, you must be winsome. And uh, and I really believe that. You can't be a jerk. You know, sometimes the Bible says to speak the truth in love. And I think that's a great merger, right? You want to speak the truth, but you want to do it in love. Some people, they won't speak the truth. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to, you know, everybody can do whatever they want to do. I'm not going to say something's wrong. And they just love everybody. Well, Society and people don't move forward if you just do that. But then there's other people who they just speak the truth and they don't they don't demonstrate any love. And people say, I'm just a truth teller. And I'm like, no, you're kind of a jerk. <laughs> you know, speaking the truth in love means 
considering the other person's interests and doing it out of helping the other person. But sometimes you need to say something that they're not necessarily going to like. And, you know, there's an old biblical proverb that says wounds from a friend can be trusted. I want people to know that even though it might hurt, you can trust me that I'm saying it because I believe that it's the right thing and it'll help you out. We need to be winsome. Uh, you know, the old Ronald Reagan, happy warrior kind of, of thing. Um, and and I just, uh, I think that we would do far better if we could do that. Amen. I can't agree more. Um, and I, frankly, that's why I've been trying to encourage business owners too, to, to stand up, to not necessarily fight back, but just to speak your values and don't be afraid of, to your point, the cancel culture. It's going to be there no matter what. And it's when we say, nah, when, when we, we cancel the cancel culture, that's when we actually can reclaim the control. And what I want to do as we move forward to the next part of the conversation is to kind of focus on taking control of what's going to happen here going forward. We have a recession down the road. And it seems that a lot of business owners have a decision to make in terms of how they're going to approach this from a leadership standpoint. Now, before we get there, though, I do have to give a special shout out, a live on air shout out to today's sponsor. And that is Ebels. Ebels is a phenomenal sponsor. They do CBD products, but they also do CBD roll. And I've been living on the Ebels CBD freeze gel the past few days. I, I helped a friend whose parents, uh, they were hit by a tornado and uh, we cut down about 15 or so trees. And in my helping with the cutting the trees and throwing logs, I, I twisted just, just the wrong way. It, it happens, Chris. And Pulled my back. Well, this has been saving my, my back. I'm going to tell you, this has been my lifesaver. And folks, if you want to go ahead and get your uh, your Ebels freeze gel, well, go to briannicholshow.com forward slash Ebels. You can grab that. Plus, you'll get it for uh, for 50, uh, not 50, my goodness. They'll they'll kill me if I do that. 15% off. There we go. Uh, so one more time, Show forward slash Ebels. Now, Chris, let's talk about this looming recession. I've heard from business owners, and I'm having this conversation, you know, daily <laughs> with with leaders in in their industries that it's getting tough. They're seeing the the inflation; it's hitting right now, uh, and we're seeing it's only going to get worse. And now there's the looming recession where you're starting to see a uh, companies are, are scaling back in terms of planning their projects long term, and also they're starting to tighten the uh, the belt. the The budgets are being restrained. And they're looking to either A, uh, use their existing cash flow more effectively, or B, cut costs. So there's a lot of decisions that a lot of leaders have to make right now. And there's going to be a lot of turmoil that's going to be happening over the next few months to a couple of years. So you've been through this. You've seen the recessions in the past, and I'm sure you've coached business leaders in the past as well. What's some sound advice for, for business professionals and leaders as they're going through this tumultuous time, especially over the next few years with economic uncertainty? Uh, and I'm sure it's going to be inflationary and based in the recession as well. Well, you're about to learn some character. <laughs> you're about to learn some perseverance. Yeah. Uh, you're alert, about to learn some tenacity. Um, you're you're going to give a you're going to have an opportunity to be an optimist in the face of some realistic uh, negative situations. Um, you know, I, I was just thinking today about um, somebody who lives 20 miles from work, and their car gets 20 miles to the gallon, and they work five days a week, so they're spending two gallons a day. So there's 10 gallons a week. And, uh, you know, gas at $5 instead of $2, you know, they used to spend $20 a week. Now they're spending, uh, or at $2 at, uh, um, 10 gallons would be $20 a week. Now they're, now they're going to spend, uh, 
five times 20 gallon or 10 gallons, $50 a week. So it's an extra $30 a week times four weeks. It's an extra $120 a month. And $120 a month, if you're, you know, a lower income, $3,000 a month, that's a, that's a significant tax. Yep. Now, Joe Biden says, you know, anybody under $400,000 won't pay any extra, but they are going to pay extra. They're paying extra already at the gas pump. Um, and of course, most things get trucked around, which means that trucking things around those big trucks at $5, $6, $7 in some states now, uh, they have to pass that along to the consumer because it costs more to move that truckload full of stuff. And, and there's tens of thousands, maybe millions of hundreds of thousands, millions of trucks out on the roads. Prices is, are, are going up. Um, everything is going up and, it particularly hurts the people who are lower income. Uh, you know, if you're making a million dollars a year or more, it's not going to bother you as much um, or even, you know, $250,000 a year. Although in some major metropolises now, major cities, you know, where houses are million dollars plus, even $250,000, if you got some kids going to college and, you know, those kinds of things, it's going to be tough. And uh, I just think we're just going to have to, well, first of all, vote right, vote people who are going to, to make a difference in this, vote for people who are going to create energy independence, uh, vote for people who are going to be able to figure out the supply chain issues, uh, you know, vote for people who are going to have positive economic policy. But, you know, we're looking at, um, you know, nine months before the Republicans take the House and Senate back. Uh, and even then, they're still going to have a gentleman in the White House who loves to just uh, make executive orders and kill businesses and, and those kinds of things. So we're looking at two more years before we have a chance to be able to uh, replace him. Um, so we've got a, we've got a slog ahead of us. Um, and it's really unfortunate. And I don't know what we're going to be able to do other than just, uh, you know, put up with it, uh, make our voices heard. Uh, I would suggest uh, people get a plan B. You know, there's tons and tons of side little businesses that people can do uh, in the evenings, uh, on the weekends, those kinds of things, whether it's a, you know, a network marketing business or, you know, you're you're uh, taking some of your hobbies and maybe you you make hats and shirts or you do woodworking or, you know, all those kinds of things. I would have a plan B to generate some extra income. Uh, maybe buying and selling things on eBay. Uh, I heard about a, a guy, it was kind of interesting, a pastor um, who he was, I don't think he ever made more than about $60,000 a year, but his he loved high-end watches. Well, <laughs> when he retired, his uh, sons, I think they gave him $10,000. They each kicked in $5,000 to start his watch trading business. Well, now the guy makes like 200 grand a year trading high-end watches. <laughs> he makes like three times more in retirement than he ever did as a pastor because he taught himself to know everything about high-end watches. And now he buys and sells them and trades them. But um, it's going to be tough for the next few years. I don't, I don't think there's any way that you can uh, sugarcoat that. All right. And I know we're hard pressed for time, but I do have to ask this final question because yes, you are a part of the American Freedom Tour and you're going across the United States with uh, President Donald Trump. You're talking to thousands, millions of Americans about the issues as we talk about here in the show that they care about. So number one, what would you say are the top issues and maybe like the top three issues right now you're hearing from people? And number two, the question that's on everybody's mind, Chris, 
Trump 2024? Is it happening? I knew that was going to be the question. I'll start with that one. I don't know. Uh, He he hasn't informed me of his decisions yet, Um, but uh, I'll probably find out about it the same time you do. Um, I would love for him to. I mean, you know, people get so wrapped up in, in, you know, his personality, and I find him to be gregarious and fun and lighthearted and funny. One of my favorite pictures with me and President Trump uh, is him. La- is him? I'm laughing, and I'm. I can't remember what he was saying, but he's he's a funny guy. He's got an amazing grasp of facts and figures, and you know, he doesn't use notes during his his speech. Uh, a brilliant speaker. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, I don't have any idea when I hear the things that people are concerned about, they're concerned about, um, uh, money. It's always pocketbook issues. You know, the one thing that Bill Clinton said that was really true was it's the economy, stupid. And that's how he beat George Bush senior. Um, and so it's important for us to understand people vote their, their pocketbooks. I think public safety, I think people, you know, they, they read the stories on the internet or they watch television and they see, um, crime and these, these woke, weak DAs who are letting people out. I think people are very interested in that kind of thing. I think people have to be concerned about the looming showdown with Russia. And the fact that uh, that Putin is even using the words nuclear war, um, he threatened to destroy Europe uh, yesterday at an event. And um, we just continue to engage ourselves in Ukraine. I think people are are interested in that. They, nobody wants to get nuked over what's happening in Ukraine. And so, you know, it comes down to, to money and safety for most people. Nobody's sitting around, uh, you know, when they do these these. Uh, Polls, nobody says, I'm very concerned about what happened on January 6th. Nobody cares. We saw it on television. It it was not nearly an insurrection. It wasn't even close to an insurrection. Who goes to an insurrection with no weapons? <laughs> you know? Um, and antlers. But, yeah, and antlers and fur coats and, and snap selfies while they're walking in between the red velvet ropes. Um, no. And, and by the way, the police who opened the doors and allowed people to walk in, they're not concerned with that. There were some bad things that happened. And if somebody broke the law, the established law, they ought to be punished according to that law. But um, nobody's sitting around going, oh, let's figure all that stuff out because they don't believe it. It wasn't an insurrection. You don't have a non-weaponized insurrection. All right, Chris, we are now officially hard pressed for time. So with that being said, uh, I want to give folks a chance to continue the conversation. So where can they go ahead and uh, find you online if they want to reach out? Yeah, if they're interested uh, in the American Freedom Tour, they should absolutely go to AmericanFreedomTour.com. We're coming to a city near most of of the folks who are listening to this at some point in the future. AmericanFreedomTour.com. If they want to follow me, I'm on uh, Truth Social, Chris Widener, at Chris Widener. I'm also on Twitter, at Chris Widener. I'm on Facebook, at Chris Widener Speaker, and um, would love to connect with folks. Perfect. All right, folks. So how about this? We'll make it easy for you. If you're the audio listener, all you got to do, click the artwork in your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right to briannicholshow.com where you can find, yes, today's episode plus the entire transcript, but also all of uh, Chris's social media links. And if you're our YouTube watcher, well, please do me a favor. Number one, make sure you hit the subscribe button and that little bell notification so you're not missing a single episode. And then number two, yeah, we'll include all those links for you right below. And also, by the way, did you check out our episode from yesterday? I went ahead, I gave you five tips. You could go 
ahead and still crush your sales quota, even if we're facing a recession. Pretty topical conversation based on what we talked about today with Chris. And uh, folks, thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Brian Nichols Show. If you enjoyed the episode, please go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, give Chris a tag. And when you do, also, please give yours truly a tag as well at B Nichols Liberty. But with that being said, folks, thank you for joining us on today's episode. It's Brian Nichols signing off for Chris Widener. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to The Brian Nichols Show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Faced with an uncertain future, many business owners and technology professionals don't have the time needed to invest in their business technology strategies. And as a result, they're afraid of their technology getting outdated and putting their company and customers' information at risk. The digital future is already here, but with all different choices in the marketplace, it's difficult to know which one will be the best fit for you and your strategic vision. Imagine having the peace of mind that your business is backed by the right technology investments that are tailored for your specific needs. Hi, I'm Brian Nichols, and I've helped countless business owners and technology technology professionals just like you, helping you make informed decisions about what technologies are best to invest in for your business. Voice, bandwidth, cybersecurity, business continuity, juggling all the aspects of business technology is messy. Let me help. Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash help and sign up for a free one-on-one consultation with yours truly to dig deep into where you see your company heading and how we can align your business technology towards those goals. Again, that's briannicholsshow.com forward slash help to get your simplified business technology started today.